You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a wonderful Wednesday. I'm so excited because I got DJ Blast in the building. Uh, I'm going to be learning all about his background, what got him into DJing, what he loves about DJing. And later, we're going to be talking about this amazing show that he is putting together and curating Blast Fest. So I'm so excited that he is here. But of course, y'all, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right, y'all. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. And don't worry, if you cannot watch our TV show here, you can listen to us as a podcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever one is your favorite. There's like 200 some podcast platforms. Just search for us and y'all will find us there. Uh, I want to always Thank y'all for streaming and and for sharing and for talking about it uh, in your circles of influence and in your communities and with your families. Uh, all of that that you're doing is helping us to grow here on the day with Trey. So I appreciate that immensely. Uh, but of course, you know I, I'm excited because this is DJ Blast's first time here, so I get to learn so much about him as you do. What's up, DJ Blast? What's up? What's up? Hey, everybody, how y'all doing? Hey, it's great to have you here. Thank you. Thank uh, you know this. This is really exciting because we need more things for the culture here. So yeah. I can't wait to talk about Blast Fest later on in the show. But, yeah. you know, I really want to start with you, you know, who you are, what got you into DJing. Tell us more about your background. Yeah. So um, I'm born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria, and I moved from Lagos to Dallas, Texas. Um, I grew up in Dallas, went to school in Lubbock, Texas. And, you know, so my entire upbringing, I was around culture. I was around black people, I was around African people, you know, I never felt a need or I never felt like I was missing something, right? And then I come to Seattle to work for Microsoft and I was like, where are the black people at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like where, 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 where is our culture? You know, how come it feels like I'm searching? For it, you know, um, and uh, I never DJed a day in my life before that. Um, and I come to Seattle and something like God is just like, hey, you're going to DJ. That's how you're going to fix this. Right. And I went to the pawn shop and I bought some turntables and the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a lot to be said about your background and your story echoes so many who find themselves up here in the Pacific Northwest because of their jobs and through corporate America. And we need more touch points. I know uh, the the BAM, you know, Black Sack Microsoft, right? Like, I know folks from the area who were really, you know, trying to head that up and make sure that those touch points were there. But it's still very difficult to tell us a bit more about that search, because I'm trying to figure out how we, you know, as a, a platform and how me personally, how we can help close that gap. What are some of the things that you really experienced? Um, so when I moved again, uh, Microsoft was my only uh, network, my only former community. And so I did get plugged into BAM, which then plugged me into a bigger group here in Seattle 
are called the collective. Yeah. Right. And the collective was, you know, run by Mo and Anthony and they are who gave me the outlet that I was looking for, the social outlet, you know, whether through poetry nights or parties or whatever it may have been, that was the plug. Right. Um, and so I started DJing a lot of the collective's events um, and I started hosting my own events simultaneously. And that for me grew the the network of black professionals in Seattle. Mm -hmm. But even as I'm sitting here today, my network of indigenous Seattle, it still doesn't exist, right? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like everyone talks so heavily about Africatown and like the central district. And I live in Seward Park now, right? You know, so I'm in the South End. Like I look at Rainier Beach every morning um, and I still haven't met that many people my age, you know, that are up like from here. And I say all that to say, we're, we feel like we're doing a lot of work, the collective, myself, you know, laid back alert, all these different groups. Um, but there's still so much more to be done, mm -hmm. and especially a huge bridge that needs to be built, you know, between the transplant community and the indigenous Seattle black community. Right. Um, and I'm hoping and we'll talk about it later that the festival is, you know, some of the bridges, you know, that that, that help uh, close that gap. Well, you, you know, you're absolutely right. I think there's groups that come through to try to fill that void. I remember participating in some of the events from here, Seattle. Seattle mm -hmm. and they were doing some great things and again like yourself you know there were four brothers who was like where's all the black folks you know what I'm saying we come up here for these tech jobs I think that it's important for us to be able to bridge those gaps because black Seattle is alive and well yeah. and you know it's so interesting just recently I was uh, connected with a reporter for a nationally known um, syndicate and she came here and she's covering a story and she was just like yo she pulled me to the side the other day and said I mean, what I've been able to experience here with the core group of folks that I've been able to touch with, I am experiencing Black Seattle. And she talked about it in such a beautiful way of someone who was just coming in to like cover a story, but got so much out of just the folks that she was able to touch to. So I think that that's true, what you say. I mean, the bridge definitely needs to be built. I'm glad that you have stepped up to help build that bridge. And I will partner with you to build the bridge because I'm like, we have a lot of different things going on in community, but we need folks like yourselves and others who often feel isolated yeah. to fill that void, to feel that we have those things here. Yeah. But also, too, one of the things that's really intriguing for me is, you know, we see a lot of turnover with black folks in yeah. corporate. I mean, speak a little bit to that, because some folks are like, look, I never was able to find it. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um. I, I, so I moved here in 2016. Right. And when I came, um, I remember my very first event was in Cap Hill and 75 people came out. My second event was on third um, and like 350 people came out. Right. And it just kept growing. Right. Um, and same thing with the collective. They started like a 95 slide with like 100, 200 people. And again, now they're pulling out thousands. So um, we watched the community grow. And then the pandemic happened. And it's felt like since the pandemic came, so many people exited back, you know, like everybody went back because we were all working from home. Everybody went back to their hometown. I went back to Dallas for almost, you know, nine months. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, ever since, ever since we've been reopened and, you know, everyone's trying to get back outside, it felt like we're rebuilding community again. Yeah. Right. Um, but it feels like people this time are more committed, you know, like um, everybody, again, I've now been here for seven years, you know, um, it feels like a lot of people that were here before, right before the pandemic happened, like 2018, 2019, they're still here, mm -hmm. you know, um, and we're watching the community grow. And again, now that those bridges are being built, we're seeing more opportunities. Again, 
2019, I don't know if I would have thought I really need to reach black Seattle community mm -hmm. because I was so focused on transplant Seattle community. Mm -hmm. And now my mind is we're one. You know, yeah, like we, yeah. we we should be one community and there's no reason that our events should be different. Our outreach should be different. It should all be the same. Um, I think if anything could lead to a more united front is just having more opportunities for us to meet one another. Yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of tech Seattle meets at tech events. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so it's like, what are the other outlets or alternatives? Like, are there more arts events or are there, you know, like where can we connect? And we'll talk about Blast Fest later. Well, I love that. <laughs> and, I, and I love that you're actually positioning Blast Fest to do just that. But what you're able to, to, to share with us right now is your reason for why, right? Like there, there's always something that draws the spark of, man, I need to do this, you know? And I agree that we need more of these kind of more collaborative events because there's a lot of things happening, especially like we call them now the Summer of Soul events. Yeah. You know, there's so many events now that have become like annual events. And so now folks are starting to learn more about it. But I think it's important for us and community that are indigenous to Seattle to be able to touch those areas and those organizations and groups of folks that may not know. You know, right? Because I think sometimes we just are like, man, we got thousands of people coming. Everybody must know. Mm -hmm. And so that's really important. So I'm excited that you've laid the foundation for us. Yeah. And we'll get to talk more about Blast Fest right after this, y'all. Of course, you don't want to miss this part because you get to tune in and find out how you get to be a part of one of these amazing events happening right here in our city. Stay tuned right after this short break. You're watching The Day with Trey. COVID-19 are my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in. They talked to our lender and saved our home because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me is DJ Blast. What's up, DJ Blast? What's up? What's up? Well, you were just giving us a huge foundation for why you got into DJing. And I, before we even talk about Blast Fest, I got to talk about these events where you're talking about 75 people, 350, thousands. Tell us how that's been resonating for you when you said, I'm going to go to the turntables and make a difference. Um, really, when I, when I set out to start, my only intention was to build community, right? Um, all I wanted to do, again, as a young black man that just moved to Seattle and I couldn't find hip hop music, or let me rephrase that. The only hip hop music I could find was West Coast hip hop mm. music, right? And Seattle's very known for that, right? Um, and I'm from the South, so I wanted to hear a little bit more trap, you know, I wanted to hear um, some East Coast music. And I was like, let me see what I can do to fix that. Where can I bring reggae into this? Where can I bring Afrobeats into this, right? Um, and again, this is in 2016, so Afrobeats wasn't as big, you yeah. know? Um, and year after year, I've become more of an Afrobeats DJ, you know, and I was, I realized I was pulling more of that community, right? Um, but still, I was pulling people that were from Atlanta, people from Texas, people from Florida, you know? Um, and I, I felt like I was able to cater in a way that they hadn't found in the city. And so much so that Microsoft, you know, um, they reached out there like, we see what you're doing. We want you to come, you know, do something for us. And I was like, I can't do this for my job, mm -hmm. right? You know, um, and lo and behold, they put me on stage with Pitbull. And mm -hmm. that was my very first concert. So I went from rooms of 300 to a room of 5,000, right? And um, from Pitbull, I got a chance to DJ for Trey Songs and Nas and all these different artists, you know? Um, I started touring, I started traveling the world. And it was like, man, we're really doing something here. And as I was going all over the country, 
and I started going internationally, I'm like, why am I not doing this in Seattle? You know, and like I, I, I couldn't help but feel like there was something I needed to change. You know, um, the same way I started DJing and feeling like God was telling me that I needed to mix. He was like, you want to bring something that's going to change the West Coast to this city, you know, um, and that's how this idea was born. Wow. OK, well, I mean, you you <laughs> laid such a solid foundation. <laughs> Clearly Blast Fest. This is going to be the first ever Blast Fest. And I love the name. Thank well, you. I love your name, too, as DJ Blast. I thought, oh. I, I could rock with that. But also Blast Fest. I mean, tell us more about this because this is now going to another level. Yeah. Yeah. So that's literally exactly what it's supposed to be. Right. Um, Blast Fest is supposed to be this transcendent experience in Seattle. Right. Um, it's hosted at the Space Needle on purpose because you're supposed to feel like we're going to the moon. You know, yeah. um, I want the, the goal of Blast Fest is to show um, the diaspora in its best light. Right. Um, let's see what Afrofuturism looks like. How, you know, since I've moved here, I haven't seen, you know, black people take over the needle, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but when I came here, I was told all these stories about how that's how it always used to be. You know, like you had the bite of Seattle, you saw all creeds and cultures. Um, and as I consistently hear these stories, it's like, what do we why aren't we bringing that back? Yeah. Um, you know, so like when I think about Blasphemous and what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be this man. We haven't felt this before, you know, um, and it's an Afrobeats festival, which in 2020, we saw every the entire country talk about race, right? And as everyone was talking about race in the black community, we saw a lot of people talk about, oh, I'm getting my ancestry.com done. You know, I'm getting my DNA.com done. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna figure out, you know, where I'm from, where, where, where I can connect with my people. And I started thinking to myself, okay, I don't have that issue. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not the one, I have never struggled with that. I know where I was born. I know my grandparents and back. Like I know I'm Nigerian through mm -hmm. and through. But how can I help solve that for other people? And so I'm like, how can I bring the culture here? And when you travel, there's two things you do. If you go to any country in the world, you're going to listen to their music, you're going to eat their food. Right. That's going to be it. Right. A music festival. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, okay, we're going to bring Africa here. You know, we're going to do the most that we possibly can right here, you know, in Seattle, Washington. And um, that's the idea um, that birthed Blast Fest. And um, that's how, you know, we're going to the moon on July 29th. Well, this is, um, you know, quite a feat. I mean, this means that you're really, you know, reaching out to bring artists here. Yeah. And that it is oftentimes done through relationship. Yeah. You know, tell us a bit about some of the background there to get folks to say, yo, man, I'm rocking with you. I'll be at the first end, you know, because you got to. It's like the first one is kind of the proof of concept yeah, here. Yeah. And so anybody who kind of joins you now is just really rocking with you because they rock with you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about how some of that is shaping up for you to really bring different music to the area. Um, like I rightly said, I had the opportunity, you know, I've, I've traveled the world now um, DJing and I, I've had the opportunity to rub shoulders and rub minds with a lot of artists, a lot of managers, a lot of different music professionals. Um, in 2022 alone, I did 14 tours, wow. you know, so like having the opportunity to see all these different um, people at their finest and build these relationships with them when it's time, when it was my, when it was my time to be like, hey guys, I need you guys to come to Seattle um, and not, not to Numos, you yeah. know, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't want us to just go back to the show box. Like, you know, those events were great for the culture. They, they brought out, you know, 500, a thousand people. I'm like, we're not reaching 
even even a tenth of what we could be, you know. Um, and I now my goal is and my hope is that you know with this first wave of artists coming, um, we're we're able to touch you know really the entire city. Um, I want everyone to feel like Seattle is doing something amazing, not just me. Yeah. You know, and I know it's named after my you know my moniker, but like the entire hope is like everybody in Seattle takes pride in what's about to happen. Wow. Well, it's a it's an amazing venture, that's for sure. And I think there's uh, there needs to be more of this. So I'm just, I'm really grateful that you're stepping into the space. It's one of those things for me where I'm from Seattle, but I've lived in other places throughout the world. And, and being here and really coming back was intentional for me as well in terms of like, well, how do I utilize what I've learned and bring it back here? Yeah. So I'm glad that you, you know, did you went back home and then you came back because <laughs> it's important that we have, you know, a, a mix of the brilliance that really can bring different cultural experiences yeah. to light. And as you were talking, I was thinking about the Madaraka Festival and what that does, because it's like intentional in, in similar ways. But the fact that you have these touch points and you say, look, let me make some calls and see who's going to rock with me year one this is really exciting and what are some of the top things that you really want the audience to experience when you think about curating this for folks who may not be as familiar with afro beats or some of the artists or some of the work what are some of those things that you think oh man this is what i really want the audience to walk away with in terms of their experience you know i was very intentional about making sure that this didn't just cater to africans Right. Mm. Um, Afrobeats obviously is an African sound, you know, um, it's the sound of a continent. Um, but I, I additionally, like the goal was that if you've never heard Afrobeats a day in your life, you will still come and have the time of your life. Right. Um, again, having it at the Space Needle is extremely intentional. Um, you can go up and down the needle, see the city, you know, have an amazing time in the middle of July. But beyond that, we have DJs. Every between every set, we have a different DJ doing a different genre, wow. right? You know, so if you're here for R and B, you're going to hear your R and B. If you're here for your hip hop, you're going to hear your hip hop. Like we have world class DJs taking on these genres beyond the artists, right? Um, and then again, even if you've never heard a single one of these artists' songs, like their bands are crazy, right? So you're going to move your body in ways that you just haven't before. <laughs> you know, like um, the goal is to. First of all, integrate with the sound. But beyond that, there's food trucks, right? So if you're a foodie, come and just try out all the food. Beyond that, there's an entire black business market, mm-hmm. right? So we're bringing 16 black-owned businesses to come and bend. Um, so, you know, if you're interested, feel free to hit me up. <laughs> um, but beyond that, like, just come and have a good time. Like, exp- um, support our own, you know, like, make make new connections, help them, imp- you know, grow their businesses, different things like that. Um, the hope again and the goal of this festival is not just to empower music right it's to empower the community mm-hmm. you know um and i'll even go a step further in the weeks leading up to blast Fest, we're hosting a dj and production class mm-hmm. for free for students right and the hope there is that we impact students and show them that entrepreneurship isn't one like single-sided right i came here to work for microsoft that was one one goal that i had djing came out of nowhere how many other people can i impact with the goals that i now have Right. Um, Blast Fest, again, is for the city. 
Um, and I want to make that as clear as possible. Um, so if you're not, if you're not African, you don't identify with the Afrobeats culture, that's fine. Come and learn it. Yeah. We're here to teach. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> DJ Blast, this has been a blast, Thank literally, you. to learn more about who you are, what you're bringing to the city, and really, you know, moving culture forward. I think it's so important for us to be able to have experiences that expose us to different genres and different opportunities to experience culture because that's what actually unifies us, right? Because then the barriers of the unknown, right, mm -hmm. are broken down mm -hmm. because now I know I've yeah. experienced it. Yeah. You can no longer say you don't know. Exactly. And that's a beautiful thing. Uh, so thank you so much. Of course, if, if folks are looking to vend, if folks are looking to support, if they're looking to come, tell them all about how they connect with you and where they get the tickets. Yeah. Um, so blastmusicfest.com is your one-stop shop. If you're looking to be on the media team, there's a media link. If you want to be a food truck, there's a food truck link. Um, there, if you want to be one of the um, businesses in the Black-owned uh, sector, there's a link for that. As a matter of fact, we are dedicating six business spots to Tacoma businesses, you know, just to make sure that we're really expanding this as much as it needs to be. Um, the goal and the hope is that you all will come out. Um, again, it's on July 29th. It's an all-day festival. We're going to have a good time. And again, we're just because it's year one doesn't mean we're taking any shortcuts. We're bringing top-tier talent uh, to the city, you know, and, and we're going to do something really, really amazing. Um, if you need to reach me personally, I'm at OG Blast on Instagram, and we can always talk. Oh, right on, DJ Blast. Thank, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so A much. A real pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, I told y'all. Like, look at that. And once again, another inspiring story here on The Day with Trey. Of course, I get to wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned, y'all. Well, 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 what a phenomenal episode it was today. I want to thank my guest, DJ Blast, for being in the building. Uh, honestly, you know, I love hearing stories. Y'all know this, but there's something so great about realizing he had a whole career, a whole thing going for it. Microsoft is a great job. You come here and you're working for Microsoft. That is already a dream for many. But for him to actually see that there was a void and he said, I'm going to fill it with DJing. I, that's the way I'm going to do it. And that he was able to gain all this experience. And now it's bringing so many different folks right here to Seattle so that the Pacific Northwest can experience what he sees as a way for us to bridge. Uh, build those bridges that we need across our cultures and our ethnic groups. It's a beauty to hear his inspiration. So y'all know I was inspired. Of course, I want y'all to be inspired. You know, what he has done is found a way to see himself as a part of the solution. Y'all be inspired to do the same. Whether you already have a career, but there's something you just love on the side, man, figure out a way to make that side hustle something that we can all experience and support you in. Make your dreams come true by stepping out and doing something bold and brilliant as he has done. Once again, I'm excited to be here and to bring these inspiring stories to you all. For me, until tomorrow, y'all, at 11 a.m. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, 
Cash App or PayPal at Converge Media. 